Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. This is No Credentials Required, covering sports around the mighty 518. Part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. Here is your host, Ryan McCarthy. Good morning, sports fans. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Morning Cup presented by No Credentials Required. We are brought to you by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. Coming up on today's edition, I respond to ESPN's Sarah Spain's comments on Around the Horn from Monday. We spend 10 good minutes talking LIV golf with Belly Up Sports' Andrew LaDuke, and I'm going to pontificate on which NFL stars would compile the best rugby team ever. Before we do that, though, just want to remind you about our social channels on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Search No Creds REQ, Facebook.com forward slash No Creds REQ, and on YouTube, subscribe, Hit the notification bell for when videos are released. On the podcast side, our home base is Spreaker, but you can also subscribe on anywhere you podcast, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, wherever you podcast, it's there. So subscribe. (laughs) Also rate the podcast five stars is optimal and leave a review because we may even read it on the air. Rating and reviewing is also important because that way people know about this podcast. So let's start this edition of the morning cup and we're going to respond to Sarah Spain's comments. And this was from Monday's edition of around the horn. She responded to the five Tampa Bay Rays players who declined to wear uniforms, which sported the pride flag This is what she had to say on Around the Horn, courtesy of ESPN. He's Tampa pitcher Jason Adam to the Tampa Bay Times. Hard decision because ultimately we all said we want them to know that they are welcome and loved here. 
but when we put it on our bodies, I think a lot of guys decided that it's just a lifestyle that maybe, not that they look down on or anything or differently, it's just that maybe we don't want to encourage if it, we believe in Jesus who's encouraged us to live a lifestyle that would abstain from that behavior. Sarah Spain, how does that all come off to you? Pride is about inclusion. So you don't love them and you don't welcome them if you're not willing to wear the patch. And calling it a lifestyle reveals to me that you've done not even a modicum of research or understanding on this topic. It's what tends to happen when a privileged class isn't affected by things. This is not just about baseball. That religious exemption BS, which is used in sport and otherwise, also allows for people to be denied health care, jobs, apartments, children, prescriptions, all sorts of rights. And so we have to stop tiptoeing around it because we're trying to protect people who are trying to be bigoted from asking for them to be exempt from it when the very people that they are bigoted against are suffering the consequences. When you say trying to be bigoted. They're trying to use religious exemptions to affect the opportunities, services, uh, available resources for people who are LGBTQ+. And a patch on the jersey in, in this way? In the case of sport, no. In the case of sport, though, they're double-talking if they're saying you're welcome while also saying that we don't encourage or, or we disagree with it, especially when there are devout people of every single religion that also welcome and are open to people who are born gay. So I'm going to break down what, uh, of some of what she said. The first thing she says is pride is about inclusion. So if you don't love them and you don't welcome them, then you're not willing to wear the patch. It's kind of like that Seinfeld episode where Jerry and Kramer didn't wear the, the AIDS pin, the AIDS ribbon. Why aren't you wearing the ribbon? Why aren't you wearing the ribbon? You don't you support us? Why aren't you wearing the ribbon? It's just really, really funny. But still, let me continue. <laughs> As one of those so-called bigots, and I'm putting, my, I'm putting bigots in air quotes because you can't see me on audio, uh, who holds faith-based values, she's wrong. Uh, her presumption is that Christians don't love the LGBT community, and we're all basically Westboro Baptist Church. If you don't know who they are, look them up. Google it, baby. Google it. While there are extremists who are hateful in their mess messaging, the vast majority of us who are Christians probably have people in our lives who are part of that community, and we are commanded to treat them as I would want to be treated. Just because I don't want to wear a symbol that doesn't represent me doesn't mean I hate them, but I want to be consistent with my values, and wearing the pride flag isn't consistent with my values. That's, that goes for the five Timba Bay, Bay race players who said, I'm using my religious exemption not to wear this flag on my uniform. Secondly, this is what she, she continues. And calling it a lifestyle reveals to me that you haven't done a modicum of research or understanding on this topic. It's what tends to happen when a privileged class isn't affected by things. Okay, first of all, bravo for using the word modicum. Triple word score in Scrabble. <laughs> but how do you know they didn't do the research? To assume they didn't do any research on the topic infers to me that you think these players are dumb jocks from the backwoods. Also, Ms. Spain, you are, you are a Cornell graduate who is on the highest platform on sports television shaming your fellow human being because they chose not to participate in a marketing tool. Talk about a pretty much class. Also, notice how none of your colleagues on the panel offered any pushback. Either A, they agree with you, which indicates that you work in an echo chamber, or B, they are frightened of you because you would have called them bigots if they offered any disagreement. Third, you said that 
religious exemption BS, which is used in sport and otherwise also allows for people to be denied health care, jobs, apartments, children, prescriptions, all kinds of rights. Okay. So what you're doing here is you're conflating not taking part in wearing the pride flag because they because these five race players chose not to participate with the denial of rights. Different religions hold different exemptions. Some don't eat pork. Some don't eat animals at all. And some don't celebrate birthdays or holidays. And some don't do anything for one day a week. Am I going to are you going to force them to do all those things? Are you going to force some religions to eat pork? Are you going to force them to eat animals? Are you going to force them to celebrate the same holidays you celebrate? Are you going to force them to celebrate birthdays? I also don't understand this 1960s mentality that we're constantly denying people when everyone has equal protection under the law. If someone individually discriminates against someone from that community, investigate as to why, because there might be a deeper reason why. Don't flippantly call it religious exemption BS, and I'm using air quotes again, if you're not willing to put in the work as to reasons why. It's our nature as journalists to dig deeper. I know I'll probably never be hired by ESPN for these views, and Sarah Spain will probably pull the old block and charge on social media if she ever discovers this. I'm okay with that. I said this earlier in the week, and I'll reiterate it. We live in a country where we are allowed to express the views we have and exchange ideas freely. If we close ourselves off to the perspectives of others, if we close ourselves off to the perspectives of others and we don't allow the freedom to exchange ideas, then we might as well be dead as a nation and declare our First Amendment rights to be kaput. All right, so that's the first segment for this edition of the Morning Cup. We're going to take a quick ad break, and when we return, we'll spend 10 good minutes with Angela Duke talking LIV golf. You're listening to the Morning Cup on No Credentials Required. In the Clutch features the best and officially licensed MLBPA and MLSPA clothing. In the Clutch features teams from every city like New York, Boston, Philadelphia, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and more. It also features designs for every league, including Major League Baseball, the National Football League, the NBA, and the NHL. Plus, check out exclusive collections as well as vintage wear. Head to InTheClutch.com, enter promo code NOCREDS at checkout for 10% off your order. And now here to spend 10 good minutes on No Credentials Required Morning Cup Edition. From the Divots and Pivots show, we've got Angela Duke. Hey, Ryan, how are you? Hey, good. How are you doing today, Andrew? <laughs> I'm good. You know, it's, it's another beautiful day in paradise. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> so we're going to talk, we're going to take 10 good minutes to talk about some golf. And one golf thing in golf that's happening right now, it's kind of a big deal, is the live, is the live, is, is live golf. For those of us who don't know or kind of need some more help on what live golf is, can you give us an idea of what, what is live golf? Yeah. So live golf or the LIV tour. Uh, some people call it both ways. It's really personal preference, but technically the LIV is standing for the Roman numeral for 54, which they only play 54 holes uh, per city, which is per tournament. Uh, but basically what it is, it's an alternative golf league it, it, in a way it's no different than your um, European tour, Asian tour, where it's just another tour that players can play on. But the big difference here is one, the format is completely different. They're playing in teams. 
Uh, so it's a team format. They have logos. They, they have team names. Uh, they draft their teams each week. Um, and then the other big thing is they get paid a lot more money. Uh, and that is what is drawing players mainly over to them. That and the treatment, from what I'm hearing, these players are getting, you know, car, um, like star treatment with car pickup, car service. Uh, the caddies are getting their own car service as well. So that's another big oh, wow. thing. We're, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Even the caddies are getting So the caddies are being treated um, as if they are part of, you know, the team, basically. They're, they're being treated um, as if they were the pro golfer, the star of the show as well. So they're getting their own car service. So there's a lot of things that the, the, they are essentially kind of going after to do best that some golfers and some golf fans think the PGA Tour does the worst at. So mm. it's almost like a direct almost challenge to the PGA Tour in that sense, plus the money like the PGA Tour does not pay per tournament what the LIV Tour is going to pay. So why is the PGA so <clears throat> up in arms about some of its pl- about players who play on their tour going on this particular tour? Is it is, is it because of the reasons why you were saying that they're just being treated so much better by uh, by LI by Live Golf, or is it something something a little bit deeper? Why is it why is it because I know I know today that they that they suspended a bunch of uh, some of the players from the PGA who held PGA Tour cards. Yes. Even though they, even though they, they kind of said before, yeah, you can still all play on our tour. You can still play on our tours and still play LIV. But then they come out on Thursday and they say, nope, we're going to suspend. We're going to suspend your card. Why is the PGA so? Why, why is the PGA so anti against this? I, so I think there's a couple of reasons. I think one, um, they they took a political stance when it comes to where the money's coming from for the LIV. So I think they took that um, that stance against the Saudi royal family, the that is basically the main financial backer of the league. Um, so I think that's one reason. <clears throat> the other reason is that kind of old school sports mentality that we see a lot in baseball, where it's the you know the purists of the sport. Um, Jay Monahan's uh, his, his uh, comments today when after he suspended the 17 golfers was basically um, a memo to the players that are still on the tour saying you cho- you made your choice to follow tradition to 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 stick with what you dreamt about as a kid like so they're playing off of that status of saying like this was the PGA tour is always been and always will be the <clears throat> the mecca of golf the highest level of golf and i and i think they feel threatened by <clears throat> the LIV tour as the new kid on the block coming in and and trying something different and at which, like I said, the format also plays the pure side of it. It's a different mm-hmm. form of golf. Um, mm-hmm. And it, I think for those two main reasons, you know, they, they don't take kindly to, I also think at the beginning um, with the way the LIV handled their, their PR about wanting to get players and, and some of the back and forth comments, you know, from Phil about the PGA and about the LIV and back and forth, like, all that, I think that put a sour taste in the PGA's uh, mouth to kind of put them on guard and on defense. And um, they just, they basically said, you know, yeah, you, you've made your choice. You can't, you can't hold your card anymore. Well, they basically said the ones they suspended, you're suspended from now. And we're going to kind of figure this out. But for now you can't play in any tournaments. Um, they also, for the guys who resigned, your Justin Johnson's uh, who resigned their PGA card. Um, they basically said today in that same comment that um, they're going to revisit how they handle that, but that them resigning is is them resigning, but they're going to try to figure it out. So they kind of left that door open a bit, 
So we're, mm-hmm. we're gonna. There's gonna be a lot more to come <laughs> with how this all unfolds. Yeah, I'm thinking in in terms of leagues past that have, I wouldn't say challenged some of the bigger leagues. Like back in the day, you had the World Football League yep. sort of challenging the NFL. The USFL tried to do the same thing. World Hockey Association tried to challenge the NHL, ABA, and the NBA. And they Isn't all little, folded because they and, couldn't pay their players and their employees. That's the thing. That's about, that's about to get. I just about to get to that. So, yeah. doesn't this doesn't it seem like Liv Golf has a little more staying power because they have that huge financial backing, regardless regardless of what you think politic uh, what you think politically, <clears throat> which is what I think the 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 bee in the bonnet of the PGA and a lot of other sports journalists are, regardless of what you think politically, does this have does this have the ability? Does LIV have the ability to have more staying power because they have so much financial backing? A hundred percent. They, they. That's the thing. This is this isn't like a fake competitor who's going to be around for a couple months. They are going to, excuse me. They're going to stick around. And, and I don't know if if you or anybody else who listening has seen any of the <clears throat> the coverage from the first round today. Uh, from a viewer perspective, the shotgun start was exciting to watch. The way they do their leaderboard on the – because that was a big question. Okay, the shotgun starting. Everyone's going to be playing at the same time in different holes. How are they going to do that like format-wise? The way they ran it down, the just a straight leaderboard down the side of the screen, and every time they highlighted a different uh, player's name, it told you at the top how many holes they had left. So it wasn't about what hole number they were on. It was more about what they had left. So like all these little things that they didn't overlook. They went – they took some time and some money to get the details right of their broadcast, and I feel like mm-hmm. – after their first day of broadcasting, it, it went extremely well. And here's why the money, it's all about the money. The money is the main reason why they're going to they're gonna succeed and be around for a while. And it's because they're going to be able to pay the players, the caddies. They're going to be able to pay um, whoever they need to to make this work. And there's already where there's at least, I think, 12 other golfers who are ready to jump ship from PGA after the U.S. Open. They're just basically sticking around to play the U.S. Open, and then they'll <clears throat> they'll jump ship. Um, to do the same thing, and I guess there's there's a top ten, there's a top twenty, right? Like there's some high ranking golfers in that second group too coming. So the more of these bigger names that'll be going to chase the money, the more stinging power this this league is gonna have, this tour is gonna have behind them, and they're definitely gonna be able to challenge. Now, my last question before we wrap <laughs> wrap this segment up, I just kind of had this thought about the NCAA, about the NCAA, because they have golf teams they have the individual and they have the mm-hmm. team championships if, if could you see some nc some big ncaa golfers make their way in, for, instead of going to the pga to to turn themselves to the term pro could they potentially go to liv because a the money's big and b there's a team format oh i could definitely see that what in early on in the liv right now is when it would be best to do that because there's still so little players that make it this format of tournament work with the teams and the amount of days and rounds they play that you could leave right from college and technically, you know, be on a pro tour and making a ton of money, you know, with the PGA, you got to go through the process of earning your PGA tour card. It takes years. It takes years of grinding, sleeping in your car, driving around, um, you know, lots of money. Like it takes time, but that's why PGA golfers, tend to respect and cherish once they get that and do everything they can to hold it because of the work and the blood, sweat and tears they did put into it. You know, you could, at least now there could be a scenario where, yeah, college golfers jump right to the LIV and they're making money and and they're content and they're good. 
what could happen though is once more people start doing that or once they start to fill out to a point where they just can't logistically get the same format and setup that they have now just because of the sheer amount of golfers they have in, in the tournament, that's when I'll be curious to see what they do. do. Do they then create their own, you know, version of a corn ferry tour or a champions tour or something like, do they, there's a, we'll have to see how they evolve. I think it'll succeed in its current format and setup. We'll see if it would succeed once they have to, once they're forced to evolve to keep up. All right, Angela Duke, where can people find you? Where can people find their, your podcast? Yep, you can find me personally on Twitter at, at Real Mr. Mallard. Uh, you can find the podcast at Divots and Pivots on Twitter as well. We air 10 a.m. every Wednesday on Tiki Live on Belly Up TV. You can find it at Roku, uh, Apple TV. Um, just search Divots and Pivots. You can see all of our episodes. Uh, same thing, YouTube, just search Divots and Pivots. Really just search Divots and Pivots everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, you'll find me. Or Mr. Mallard, you'll find me at one of those names. So, Check it out. <clears throat> All right. Angela Duke, thanks for your time. Thank you very much for having me. This summer, if you are looking to buy tickets for your favorite band, sports team, venue, or more, remember to buy your tickets at SeatGeek. That's S-E-A-T-G-E-E-K. Visit SeatGeek.com to search for the event you want to buy tickets for this summer. If your total ticket buy is over $50, use the promo code GOZ. That's G-O-Z. Guys, to get $20 off your purchase. Any ticket purchase over $50 from SeatGeek.com, use the promo code GOZ to get $20 off your order. Save some money and enjoy the summer by using SeatGeek.com and promo code GOZ. And I want to thank Andrew LaDuke from Belly Up Sports, the Divots and Pivots podcast. And you can listen wherever podcasts are found. I'm going to do something fun on a Friday. Last week, I did this day in sports history. This time, this time I'm going to do a little bit, something a little bit different. I'm going to talk about which NFL stars would make great rugby players. And this is a thought experiment I've been having over the past week or so. Because NFL OTAs are going on right now. Rugby season is just completing. The club rugby season is completing. You get to the international stuff. Rugby World Cup is next year. In 2031 and 2033, we're going to have the Men's and Women's World Cup of Rugby in the United States. And I'm super excited. I'll be in my 50s by then. <laughs> but I'm hoping I'll still be able to cover the, that event. It'll be kind of fun to go around the place to find different rugby culture and exchange and exchange uh, cultures in uh, with the rest of the world, the rest of the rugby world. So what I, want to exchange, I want to talk about some of these terms. So I want to talk about some of these positions and which players today would make the best in these positions. So let's talk about the front row, also known as the forwards group. And what they do is that they're bigger guys, they tackle, they're strong, they clear out in the ruck, they also drive during a mall, M-A-U-L, not M-A-L-L. <laughs> and if you're looking for those terms, just look them up. Just look them up or watch a, rug watch a rugby match on, on YouTube or ESPN+. Plus. So this... These positions, this is the front row. This is going to be your forward. So at loose head prop, which is the first, which is number one on the position board, I've got Quinn Williams at hooker. And let me define hooker. <laughs> and this is according to rugby.co.uk. The hooker is one of the forward's key dis decision makers. He or she will coordinate the timing of the scrum. Is also responsible for winning possession in the scrimmage by hooking the ball through the prop's legs. At the line out here, she is responsible for throwing the ball and must be accurately 
must be able to accurately hit the lineout jumper who is expecting the ball. In open play, the hooker plays a similar role to the props, securing possession at rucks and malls or taking short crash passes. At hooker, I've got Kyle Juszczyk. At tight head prop, I've got Aaron Donald. So you got so your forwards, your front row especially, loose head hooker and tight prop, you want kind of stockier builds. You want guys who are a little bit bigger. I played loose head prop when I played my rugby days, but you want kind of bigger guys who are a little bit thicker, also who also have a motor and they can tackle well when they need beat when you need to tackling on defense and can also drive the ball. So Quinn Williams, he's got drive. Kyle Juszczyk, he's a fullback. He's got drive. And Aaron Donald, you know about him. He's he's a beast. <laughs> uh, Locks, Locks, also known as second row. They're the engine room of the scrum. They target the men in the line out, meaning they need to be tall, powerful players with excellent scrummaging technique and pinpoint timing. I've got two guys in mind when it comes to Locks because I could because they're tall and they're athletic. I got JJ Watt and Rob Gronkowski. Those guys would make excellent Locks. Then we have blindside and open side flanker. Blindside and open side flanker and the number eight. They're all kind of hybrid guys. They have inexhaustible energy. They are excellent at pretty much everything. Uh, they have speed, strength, fitness, tackling and handling skills, all vital to the flankers and the number eights. So at blindside flanker, I've got Von Miller. I think of those are your edge rushers. So I would have on the blind side, I would have Von Miller. On the open side, I'd have Khalil Mack. Now, a number eight, again, the, he's a hybrid guy. He's kind of in between from the backs and the forwards. I'm going with Travis Kelsey. He make a pretty excellent number eight. Now we go to our backs. The scrum half, uh, the scrum half position, he kind of controls everything in terms of building attacks. So right here, I'd have a quarterback. I would have a, a, a quarterback. Uh, eyeing the uh, eyeing the uh, field, they need to have good vision, speed, and awareness, quick hands, and lightning reactions. I think one guy I think in particular is Lamar Jackson. He's that kind of guy. At fly half, which is uh, kind of the same thing, um, but they need to decide what rehearsed move to put into action, react to the gaps in defense. They also have to be able to relieve territorial pressure by kicking the ball into touch. It's often the team's designated place kicker for conversions, penalties, and drop goal attempts. I've got Justin Tucker, most accurate kicker in NFL history. He would make an excellent fly half. Now we're coming to the to the backs, the backs backs. So on the left wing, I've got DK Metcalf. And on the right wing, I've got Jalen Ramsey. Those guys are usually the last line of defense when they don't have the ball. And on offense, they need to be able to fly. And DK Metcalf, in 2020, you noticed that interception when he, when and Buda Baker was about to go for a pick six, and DK Metcalf caught him from behind. Jalen Ramsey, another one of those excellent defenders. He's one of the fastest corners in the NFL. I would have him on my right wing. Inside and outside center, those guys are explosive runners. They can look for gaps. I've got on on the inside center, I've got Derrick Henry. On the outside center, I got Jonathan Taylor. Inside, outside, those guys know how to crash the middle. They also have breakaway speed. So I've got inside center, outside center, Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor, respectively. And lastly, at fullback, which is the guy who must be able to retrieve deep kicks, 
also need to be the back guy in the line uh, in case of the other attack kind of being the last line of defense again. Also being a very fast guy, I've got Tyreek Hill as their fullback. He's adept at catching kicks. Uh, he also has explosive speed. So if you need a try and it's going to be an explosive and exciting play, it's always going to be Tyreek Hill. Those are my 15 NFL players who would make a great rugby team. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Morning Cup. I want to thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you go back and listen to past episodes. Uh, this past week, I had my Canadian Football League previews on Wednesday. I released the CFL East Division. On Thursday, I released the West Division. So go back and listen to those episodes. You can also listen to past editions of the Morning Cup on your preferred podcast platform. Before we leave, just want to remind you about our social media channels on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. It's NoCredsREQ, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsREQ, and on YouTube. Subscribe, hit the notification bell for when videos are released. Also, I want to remind you about the other podcasts offered on both Billy Up Media and Godzilla Media. Just want to give a quick shout out to Vince Stover and Sports Stove on Belly Up Media and on Godzilla Media. Check out my guys, Taylor and Bryce on sports with a T and a Z. My name is Ren McCarthy. I've been the host of this edition of the Morning Cup on No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Music courtesy of Joseph McDade. Check him out and support his music at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe on multiple podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker. No Credentials Required is a Belly Up Sports Podcast Network production in association with Godzilla Media. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.